fuck. I think I called you guys the other night. I, I was really hammered. I don't remember what I said. I'm kind of equally hammered tonight. So uh, I'll just uh, ask you guys a question. Um, fuck. What was my question? I don't even... I don't even remember. You fucking idiots. This is Sick and Wrong the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by adamandeve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Cottonmouth Harrison, the blues singer. Delta Blues. What's up? How's it hanging there, Cottonmouth? <laughs> well, I, I was writing a song about digging potatoes uh, by the train tracks and uh, decided to do uh, one, of them, one, of them, one of these podcasts. I got him like six glasses of water, so you don't have to worry about it, people. No. Um, the Cottonmouth will probably come in about five minutes from now. I got for, for five minutes, you'll no. be fine. You I won't got be a, tormented. I got a Coors. I got a water. <laughs> I got a Sapporo. I got a Vitamin Water Zero. I'm ready to ready to ready to do it. You got plenty of fuel to sing the podcast blues. And I've had Edie Brickell in my head for like three goddamn days. I know you have to stop singing. That. I just it, want to end my. Existence. It, yeah. You should. It, yeah. It's awful. Uh, so uh, Harrison, it's a um, catchy song. How uh, how was the uh, KKK rally you went to? Was that on Friday? <laughs> it wasn't a KKK rally. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, he was he was uh, he was really worried about all those KKK guys that uh, were attacked. So you uh, luckily you're you're raising some money for their medical bills. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, just uh, it's good to go. You know, get down there to the to the clavern every now and then and. Uh, you know, raise some money for some of these good old boys. Did no. they give you a hood? They, uh, they An didn't. Honorary hood? They didn't. <laughs> Although, do you know why they wear those hoods? Uh, scared of black people recognizing them? No, it's, it's actually after during Reconstruction, which is a brief time in American history where they're like, let's like, give stuff to black people after the Civil War. Um, and they would dress up in sheets and pretend to be the ghosts of Confederate soldiers. Oh, so, so they actually thought they yeah. were like ghosts out Yeah, it was like some Scooby-Doo shit. Okay, well then in the, the the technologically advanced age that we live in now, why don't they make like real like ghost outfits? <laughs> you know, I mean, if that's what it's supposed to be, I always thought it was supposed to like yeah. symbolize, I don't know, uh, just some kind of like white sheet guy or something. Like I thought it was a way just to conceal their identity and they're too right. cheap to buy like a real costume, like a Frankenstein mm. outfit or anything. <laughs> so why not just like make a real paranormal like glowing ectoplasm outfit? And I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for these <laughs> civil rights violation prosecutions from the federal government. You've been slimed by the KKK. Yeah. <laughs> I jest, I jest though. Yeah. You you were actually at a fundraiser for uh, a metalhead who was injured. At yes. the KKK rally. Yes, he was. So explain this. Well, what happened? When was this rally? This is a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. And it, it was in Anaheim. And first of all, it was one of those things that like, had I heard about it ahead of time, I would have gone. Like there needs to be an app that tells me like, oh, there's some crazy bullshit that's going to happen. There's shenanigans afoot. Right. You so, should call that app shenanigans. Shenanigans, yeah. Yeah, why not? There's probably already an app called shenanigans and it's like, you know. 
how to meet fucking sloppy drunk Irish girls or some bullshit. <laughs> anyway, um, and I mean Irish American. I don't mean Irish Irish. And it's going to be very popular on Thursday, actually, for St. Patrick's Day. That's when they're oh, like, oh, let's, let's download shenanigans. I'm going to go meet some loose Irish women, shh. Irish American women. Fucking St. Patrick's Day. I know. I'm you know, I am a lot of things, ethnically. Irish is not one of them. I don't think there's anything wrong with being Irish. I think, no. I'd, you know, I'd rather be Irish than a yeah. lot of other... Uh, ethnic groups, but yeah, no, yeah, I mean, you don't want to fight in World War II. That's your business. Yeah, know? but but the thing is, I don't like St. Patrick's Day, and that's like a I don't I don't blame the Irish for that. I blame Irish Americans for that. I blame Americans for that. Mm. It's an excuse for white people to get drunk and puke on each other. Sure, it's really what it is. But we we digress here. So you're talking about the the Ku Klux Klan rally that turned violent in Anaheim a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so I guess some uh, Chicano metal guys or punk rock guys i don't know what the fuck they are to be honest uh attacked the the kkk because it was like six kkk guys and then there were just all these other people that would wanted their blood it was a melee i mean it was a full-on brawl like yeah. these metalheads that were all decked out in like jean jackets with like back patches yeah. started attacking these kkk guys who mm. kind of were wearing like black stormtrooper outfits weren't they like like Waffen SS yeah, outfits? yeah pretty much yeah it was it was very similar yeah, like I, it was I, like I, it was like KKK formal wear or something, you know. Is that their street wear? Like I thought they were supposed to wear the robes when they go out and demonstrate. It's it's the um yeah it's the Clarmani clicks change. Uh, it's <laughs> no, the, the it was brand. fashionable. Yeah. I mean, it was like it was. I don't know if it was a one piece, but it was like a black uh, long sleeve shirt with like black like kind of military. Yeah, it looks like fatigues. a black shirt. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but I mean, it was it was a full on brawl. Yeah. Was, you can see this on YouTube. Right. So. This big dude, uh, I guess his name is Armando Campos, aka Fuzzbuzz. Fuzzbuzz. He, you know, punched one of these dudes and he got stabbed. And I guess what happened is like it, it fucked up some nerve near his heart. So then he needed surgery, and then he needed another surgery. And I was, I was, I was like, when I read about this story, I was like trying to find him on Facebook and see if I could, you know, maybe get him to talk about it on the podcast. And I just looked to look up his thing. I didn't really find anything other than it says like he works at Burger King, and I was like, all right. And then I saw that oh, he's needs medical expenses. We well, didn't see the GoFundMe page. I did see one. the GoFundMe. Yeah. Well, then, so I saw the GoFundMe, and I was mm. like, you know what, that metalhead guy, like, you know, he attacked the KKK, and and and, and you know, it's great. It's it's like you know, his voice is being heard. But then a bunch of people started posting like, oh, look at his Facebook page. So then uh, they were posting screenshots of uh, of Fuzzbuzz's Facebook page, which was actually kind of racist too. You told me that beforehand, and uh, some other sick and wrong, someone on the sick and wrong group told me this also. I mean, I don't actually deign to read GoFundMe <laughs> comments, so I would never see that. I you know I couldn't find it after the mm. fact, but I think it's because he deleted his Facebook page. Right. So I yeah you know, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, people are like, oh, you shouldn't do it because he's he he's a racist. It's like he was a racist fighting race. It's like a fucking Borges story or something. I, you know, I, I racist on racist uh, violence and the circular yeah. ruins. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's, you know, he's best friends with the Black Fuhrer of Harlem. And it's it's so it's just it, you get down a vortex of it's so confusing. 
And it was like, I had no, it was either go to this thing or like stay home and play XCOM for like eight hours. Well, so how do you choose which like hate monger to, uh, to represent? <laughs> like, do you, <laughs> do you like look for one? Like, well, this week mm. I kind of hate Mexicans. Yeah. So I'm going to go for, for this one in this despot. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll, uh, basically I'll, you know, I'll, I'll help anybody out. You know, I mean, so, whatever. Even he works at Burger King. He probably needs some money. You know. Well, so this guy it's something uh, to do. Was he the one that was stabbed with the Confederate flag pole? <laughs> like, there's a guy that. Got, it there. was actually an American flag pole. Oh, oh yeah. okay. It he was, was he was literally fending off people with with an American flag. Well, this cornered KKK mm. guy was like yeah. fending off all these Hessian metalhead guys, like these Latin Hessians uh, trying to attack him, and he stabbed. I think he stabbed uh, the fuzzbuzz like yeah. in the in the in the chest. And so they were putting on a uh, a, a a fundraiser for him, but not not even in L.A. Like in Whittier. Yeah. Where the, where is that? I don't know. It was like 45 minutes away. It was in the San Gabriel Valley, I think. And so what did you do? you play banjo? Do you have your ventriloquist dummy? Like, what did you do? I did I did uh, 10 minutes of stand-up. Wow. Which I've never done before. Wow. Never done stand-up I, I thought before. you hated stand I thought you hated everything that I has do. to do with stand-up. I do. I do. I do. But it's like, I already, I, I already fucking hate myself anyway, you know? Are you, is this like a watershed am, moment? It's, am, not, it's like, are you turning, turning the, uh, the, the page or something? Is this a new Harrison? I am become death. Destroyer of worlds. Uh, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. So did you, uh, did you kill him? Like, how, how did it go? Well, it was funny because I was the only white guy. <laughs> it was all... <laughs> It was all Chicanos, Chicanas, or whatever, you know, whatever. So wait, it was all like uh, Mexicans. Yes. Pretty much. Yep. And just you. And me. And so what uh, one of the other comedians was like a middle-aged white lesbian, but she just kind of, and she was like a pro. She just came in and did her set and she's out. I'm picturing a 10 minute set on OCD, possibly uh, a little bit about heroin withdrawal <laughs> and shitting yourself. And then the, the rest of the, the six minutes on like a monster party that never occurred in your house. I, at least three minutes of it was dedicated to Captain Planet. Captain Planet? Yes. God, I haven't heard about that guy. The, the environmental uh, cartoon, cartoon yes. from the 90s. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was that guy looked like such a pedo too. It's weird. So what? So were they, did that did that kill? Like were people like what? What you okay? What are you talking about? Way you okay? There were some people. There were some people that were. <laughs> <laughs> why, they, why do they talk like that's a fucking Alamo? I, I don't know. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just yeah, picture yeah. them like with yeah. a bunch of like those bullet yeah. belts around them. Like, well, because <laughs> a lot of the other guys who were doing sets, you know, they'd be like the punchline and be like, and he comes in. And Esteban says to him, yo, man, you can't roll up to a quinceanera like that, man. Ah, and, like, that's and, so and that's funny. The, and that's the line. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? You should have incorporated mm. that into your Captain Planet bit. Yeah. I mean, I did for a little bit talk about how, um, you know, a lot of white people in L.A. will talk about that they're afraid that there are more and more Mexicans. I did bring that up. And were there, were people at first defensive, but then you won them over? No, they were just they were like, yeah, yeah, we know. Because um, I'm like, yeah, the you, right friends aren't going to tell you this. Because it's like you ever had that happen where you're like with somebody, and it's usually somebody who's from here, and it's like you're driving around, and then you know you get comfortable with them, they get comfortable with you, and then they're like, there sure are a lot of Mexicans around here. <laughs> You know, it's uh, I've I don't only know. done that twice. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, okay, okay. 
you know, and then it's like, I don't know, it's getting, it's getting kind of crazy out here. Like, I don't, you know, like what? Usually in that, I've had that happen a couple of times. I don't even, I don't really like accordion music. Am I going to have to listen to that? Like, it's like, okay, yeah, pull over, pull over. What street are we on? Oh, Cahuenga. Right, because everything is a Spanish name because this was Mexico. My, my like, favorite is I remember I was driving around with, I don't want to say their name, but I was driving around the person and yeah. we, we drove by like a, a couple of Mexican ladies with, uh, you, know, the, you know, the carts and the street meat and they're like selling the hot dogs or whatever. Oh, yeah. And uh, we drove by that and then we drove by another Mexican lady with like nine kids. And the guy was like, you know what? They sure like to have a lot of sex. And uh, and reproduce when all they do for work is uh you know have hot dog carts, and I was just kind of looking at the guy like wow that's a very racist thing to say I don't really know how to respond yeah so I just kind of ignored it and just kept driving yeah that's the best thing yeah I mean I don't know really know what to say and are you supposed to judge your friend based on that well certain people you can expect it like whenever like John Steele <laughs> when it, well. <laughs> Like whenever I meet someone from like the American South or South Africa, I'm always just waiting for the moment when they feel comfortable enough with me that they can just be, you know, say the thing. You know. I'm going to reveal my inner yeah. racist. Because like, you know, a lot of people from the South will be like, you know, they'll talk about all of a sudden they'll say something racist. I don't know. And then they'll be like, well, I, well I'm not. I, I was raised by, by a mammy who was a black and I'm like, okay, yeah, it'll but it'll be inadvertent, though. I'm sure yeah. at the at the expense of her own fucking children, who, who you know, who weren't getting any attention. But you know, you were raised by your black mammy. Here's your here's, congratulations. So, so you're you're doing your uh, your Captain Planet slash Mexican comedic bit here. Yeah. And how how did it go? I mean, did you have any? Did you have any actual like? Guffaws? Did you have there some any standing ovations? I got you did. Some laughs, you got some yeah. laughs. Yeah. Did you say you taped it? You recorded it? I did record it because I wanted to see how it would go, and uh, and I had no idea how long it was. Like I just like written a bunch of shit down. I didn't really practice it, and uh, I realized, you know, obviously with the you knows and you know what I mean. That's a thing I do, right? We've talked about this. I say like a lot. And until I watched this video, I didn't realize just how much I said it. But do you do you say like in the California sense of no, the, it's, word, the, the it's usage more of, a, of the word like? It's more of a New England kind of way. Well, what's the difference between the New England idiomatic like versus the Californian like? Because the Californian is like... It's like the Valley Girl like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I can't even like believe Heather went to the mall today. Whereas when you say, when I say like, it'll be like before I introduce a scenario or a concept. So you, are you saying like as like a pregnant pause type of thing to gather your thoughts before you say something? I, you know, I'm so not even aware of it that I'm not even sure. Hmm. I get a lot. So, so, so it's like Captain Planet comes out. So that, see how I just said like there? Yeah. Where That's how I say like, and I say it a lot. See, but I don't find that to be too offensive. Like, I wouldn't even... I guess if, if I was, was scrutinizing so much, myself... It was, like, just crazy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, it, was, would... it was... It, and, I mean, these... these uh, what do they call them? Conversation fillers. Mm, they're not good. what it is. No, they're... Yeah. I'm a, especially as someone who considers himself a... An orator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> An orator in the, uh, tra- in the tradition of 
fucking Cicero. A I professional guess, and, broadcaster. Yeah, so yeah. did your Latin American audience sit there and uh, shake their heads and be like, yeah, you know, this is the, uh, you know, the, uh, the 15th time he said like. No, but the, the, the Native American woman who was running the event after I went down, she's like, I love how white people say like a lot. You know, so. <laughs> um, you should have just done a whole routine on the Three Amigos movie. Uh, yeah. I think there that would have been... The last guy, cool. and I, I, I didn't get to be in the photo, the group photo, which would have been hilarious, but it was like this black guy who was just like doing jokes about like, like yeah, I go down on a, a, a Asian girl's pussy. Tastes like egg roll. And then I, I go down a, a skinny girl and I, I got I got bones stuck in my throat. And I'm like, ah, ah. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> did that, did that elicit laughter? Some of it did, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that, yeah, maybe that is the uh, the type of audience. Maybe you need to know your audience better. Well, the the I mean, the two guys, you know, there were a couple guys who were kind of, mm, and then the the lady who went on after me was like a middle aged uh, lesbian, and she just she seemed like she's been doing it for a while, so she had she just can work the crowd and. You know, she had a whole thing going on. Like even when did, the jokes weren't funny, she could recover from it or somehow do something and make it funny. It did a, she also do a thing about eating out all the different uh, female ethnic groups? She did not. Oh, okay. Because that, that might work for yeah. her too, you know? She did talk about getting bitten while getting eaten out though. Bitten by a, a person or an animal? A person. Okay, but how? No, like, a badger. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> just what? I don't. Mm. I don't know. It would have been that. Would have been humorous. Just though. like it's somebody like, who doesn't know how to do it, and they're like, and, "Oh, and she bit." So wait, she was being eaten out. And yeah, she was bitten. Yeah, like, I'll bite the clitoris because I don't know what Jesus shit is. I don't wonder know how often that happens. Um. So how much money did you guys raise for the guy? I have no what, idea. Like a hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, it was probably something like yeah. that. <laughs> was it where was it like in a church or is that like it a was BFW in a weird hall? It was something? in a weird club, and it was funny because during the last two, uh, it was like we were in one half of the club, and then there was the other half of the club. And for the last two comics, they started like getting people in the nightclub. So the dude would be doing a set, and be, and then the other room would be blasting like Caribbean Queen. <laughs> now we're sharing, you know, like just these weird songs. Did you know anyone there, or is it just you? You were by yourself. Uh, I brought a friend of mine with oh, me. Oh, so you did bring yeah, a friend. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right, right. Because that, that's good. You had someone to hang out with. Right. Wow. Yeah. Um. Well, you know what? So is yeah. this going to be a a burgeoning stand up career now? Is this the the uh, the hallmark of a new new uh, career path for you? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I could sit like I, I consider stand up comedians to be like probably one of the worst five. Yeah, no, out of you, all you, the like karmically low things you could be. There's like radio DJ, <laughs> uh, stand up comedian, Nazi war criminal. Where does wedding DJ fit? In that? Improv comedian. Oh, improv comedians yeah. bad. Wedding DJs are all right. They're yeah. all right in my book. You know. Yeah, I like so, that. Hey. Um, well, we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing some of your stand-up sets somewhere around. You know, there's a lot of open mics here. I I mean, this was okay because it was like, it was in the middle of nowhere, somewhere weird, and it was, I didn't have to do anything crazy. All I had to do was ask to be on it. I feel like there are open mics around here, and it's like, okay, you could do it, but there are 50 other people signed up, and uh, it, it, to go on, you have to fight a lesbian to the death first, and, you know, we'll see how that ends up, and then you can go on. Yeah, no, just, I think it's, it, that's kind of how it works. Here. Like I just, ugh. and then and then if you do, 
you know, you're not. Going I'm too to be, old for this shit, Riggs. We're well, not going to be performing for any real people. You're going to be performing for a bunch of other comedians waiting to get up on stage to do their three minutes. Right. So they're just going to be stone faced, but taking mental notes on anything you say that might make them laugh, because then they're just going to steal your bit. Right. That's how it works. I, and I hate. I just. I, I hate comedians. Yeah. Well, you know, th- this whole thing with this Fuzzbuzz guy, I, you know, obviously, I think it's a tragic tragedy that he was injured. But at the same time, it's like, you know, as, as much as I despise the KKK yeah. and their entire garbage ideology, they still have First Amendment rights. They should be able to preach their shit as much as the next guy yeah, but without the threat of violence. But if you want to get into a fight, that's a pretty good opportunity. You know? uh, okay. Yeah. Because I, mean, I, I haven't got, I haven't got a volatile person. I, I don't usually, I don't, I don't, I don't usually start fights. I don't think I've started a fight since I was a teenager. But I've been in the last time I was in a fight was like I don't know, two thousand seven. Hmm. I can't even remember the last time I was in one. And I, you know, I'd like to do it again. I really would. I miss it. Just, I miss but it. I mean, you're gonna go find a target just to go attack. No, I wouldn't do. That. I, I'm not. I'm not really a violent person, so I wouldn't. I have to be attacked to fight someone. So there really has to be a whole bunch of situations. I'm just saying when I, when I was in college in uh, Ann Arbor, it's a pretty liberal town. Uh, the KKK had a rally there and everyone's like all incited and up in arms and right. freaking out about it. And the KKK, like the, I think the police like uh, put up like a chain link fence around them and let them speak, you know, their platform to, you know, uh, to espouse their hatred. And, uh, the protesters that showed up were all these like hippie, quote unquote, nonviolent people, and it became this like riot. Like uh, you know, they were they were pelting them with glass bottles and stones and rotten vegetables. They were smashing windows of, of stores, local businesses. It's at, the, at one point you're like, who's worse? That that, that doesn't all that proves is that. Mob mentality is mob mentality, regardless of who's involved. That's yeah, all that proves. I, mean, I think that's what that's it is. It. My whole thing is, you know, my father was asked in a, in a Flint, Michigan. I think it was in Flint. Yeah. Uh, my, my father was the rabbi of the Tri-Cities, Michigan, Saginaw. And uh, they were having a KKK rally there. And they asked, yeah. they asked all the religious leaders, what do you think of this? And so my father is like, you know, they have as much of a right as anyone else to speak, but you just don't have to listen to them. So if no one shows up at the rally... They're not going to keep doing them. Right. So just ignore them. Well, I mean, you know, freedom of speech is that you won't get prosecuted. It's not that a, a, a giant Mexican punk rock kid won't attack <laughs> you. won't come in and attack that's you. That's not in the fucking constitution. Well, that's the thing. And so, so, so they should know this. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't bring weapons. Who didn't? The KKK. They did. They had knives. They did were they stabbing have people. Uh, wouldn't they have guns? You'd think those people would have like loads of guns. I think when you do that, you don't want to bring a gun. Yeah, you probably it's just going to end really badly. Well, I wonder if like the the protesters and the KKK guys that were arrested you got to share the same cell. Well, actually, I think the KKK guys got let go and the other people got arrested. Oh, the the protesters. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What in what is now called a Donald Trump? <laughs> is, that, that is that what that term? Yeah, it's yeah. called a Donald Trump. I think it's yeah. also termed uh, gaslighting, which is another uh, another term for that. So. Uh, so Harrison, if you want my my advice, if mm. you're going to be performing stand up in a front, front of a bunch of Mexicans or anyone for that matter, why don't you start talking about the amphibian alien race that oh. provoked that pastor, the guy that killed the uh, the pastor? Right. Current events. Now this is comedy. So I have you know I I, I've, I have a, a diverse 
uh, ver- you know, a bunch of interests, right? I'm a, a versatile character with interested in many, many various things. And only half of them involve a feather. Right. The fucking feather. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to somebody on Facebook about that, and I was like, and they're like, ah, oh, you must be pissed about that. And I'm like, as much as I actually hate feathers and tickling and the idea that I would be into that, I gladly would sacrifice, you know, dignity and accuracy for a bit, you know, <laughs> with a feather. As, no, the recurring bit that I'm. I, I think it's good. Yeah. You know what? I almost think we should do is do some kind of competition where the prize is you can win Harrison's feather. And it's cockatoo feather. So <laughs> Harrison's Whoa. personal yeah. feather. Yeah, I think that uh, people would be entering that competition. I'll, I'll, let me let me write that down here for future reference. Anyway, I, I killed a uh, cockatoo with an American flag to get that feather. So there you go. So it wasn't a Confederate flag. Yep. So who is Kyle Odom? Born and raised in North Idaho. Blah 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 blah. He was in the Marine Corps. He was a science guy. He went to like he has a whole bunch of degrees. He's thirty years old. And you know he shot the pastor that introduced Ted Cruz. I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. This where, guy uh, Remington. Where was I don't know. I forget. Was it wasn't in California? I think it was in Dick like, Fuck Iowa. I don't. Yeah, I think whatever. it was somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't even. The Midwest, like I don't know where states are there. Just, I don't get it. The, you fly over it. Okay. But anyway, this guy, he published. He he shot this this reverend because he believed he was a, a Martian, an amphibian reptilian Martian in disguise. And th- I think it was just a coincidence that he introduced Ted Cruz. I don't know. I mean, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer, so it's all crazy anyway. But anyway, this dude, um, then he flew to Washington, D.C. and then started just throwing things over the defense. And like he got bottles arrested. and things. He, like, wasn't he throwing like uh, papers, Mountain Dew bottles and papers? Business papers, you know? Yeah. I don't know. And he got arrested by the uh, Secret Service. I almost said the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Ah! No, you gotta wait. Then when Trump is uh, in yeah, the White House, right. that's when the Klan's gonna be doing security. God. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, he did this, and he released uh, a twenty-one page manifesto. I love manifestos. It's one of my things. You know, and I love a good manifesto. Like when that, every now and then, like people yeah. will write a manifesto and it sucks. It's like poorly thought out. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's almost it's just gibberish. But you get somebody like a Ted Kaczynski or uh, do you remember that guy Dorner that shot a bunch of FBI agents that was hiding in like sure. mammoth? Yeah. In the, and he had like this whole manifesto about like Lindsay Lohan is the queen of pentacles or something. Right. Yeah. It was, <laughs> but that was, it was a good manifesto. It's like, I read this and I was like, oh, this is a good manifesto. I've heard that this guy's manifesto. Lindsay Lohan is. Is the Queen of Pentacles in Tarot the movie? <laughs> but uh, yeah, but this this guy, so this guy killed this pastor, just went up to him, shot him in the back of the head. Mm. After this pastor, like yeah, introduced uh, Ted Cruz at some rally in like St. Louis, Missouri, or something. Yeah, and then the guy who is a uh, he's like a, a former soldier. I yeah. think he fought in like Iraq. Yeah. Um, PTSD case or something. He took off, went to the White House, and then just started chucking things over the White House fence. Right. And, and we, I mean, people were like, yeah, you know, there's a problem with this guy. And this manifesto was written, you know, in the tense that I did some crazy fucked up thing and that's why you're reading this now. Oh, so he knew this was yeah. his plan. Yeah. He had written this manifesto in uh, preparation for right. this event. I mean, I would have read it anyway, even if he hadn't, you know, <laughs> shot someone, but... 
So, so tell me some of the, uh, the salient points here. Okay, so uh, if, if you're asking why did he do it, he says, My life was ruined, ruined by an intelligent species of amphibian humanoid from Mars. I wish I was joking. Keep reading. The actual Martians live deep underground here and inside of the moon. They take control of wild human beings and use them as sex slaves. Don't believe me? Ask President Obama to take a lie detector test on this one. He writes a letter to President Obama at the end like, don't let them keep humiliating you. Like, I don't know what he thinks they're doing to the president, but they're doing some fucked up shit. Wait, was he trying to defend Obama? Yeah, he's Obama being a lizard person. He's I I think he's no, he's saying that the lizard people uh, sexually abuse President Obama. Okay, so Obama's being abused by the lizard people. Right. Hmm. You know, he's not that far off with this whole. uh, I'm surprised he didn't go after Ted Cruz. Did you did you see the thing with Ted Cruz at the debate when his tooth came out? There's that like white piece of something. Don't I never want to hear about that ever again. It was disgusting, but it was like all on it was like online. Uh, People were writing about it and taking pictures and screenshots and all these theories circulating about what that white thing was sticking out of the corner of his mouth. And someone actually said it's like his uh, human skin suit's actually dissolving or it's coming apart at the seams. You can actually see the alien that's uh, that's underneath Ted Cruz's skin. Right. Which made me think of this guy. I'm like, I'm surprised he didn't go after Ted Cruz. So basically this guy, he started seeing these people that were humans, but they were Martians disguised as humans. And they'd, they'd see him and they'd make gestures at him and smile at him and say shit to him because he was on to them. And so they were fucking with him. And it started to fuck up his whole life. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a few select couple, parts. Yeah, here. a couple yeah. more uh, yeah. so, um, sections here. <clears throat> Wait, this is the one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Once I sat down, an older gentleman in front of me kept glancing back until he got my attention. As he kept looking back, my head began to hurt and tingle. The moment my head began to hurt, his lips curled up into this evil-looking smile. Once we landed, the older gentleman kept showing me his track phone as if to say, get one of these. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. This is, this is, yeah, some of these are great. Um and then there's, it gets weirdly sexual in some parts. Uh, after making the appointment to meet John, he, he says he, around this point, he started getting text messages from Tim Remington, who's the pastor that he shot. Okay, so, yeah. wait, so this guy knew him personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he was one of the aliens. So after making the appointment to meet John, something very bizarre happened. I received the most unnatural redacted, which I think is erection, I've ever had. It felt like someone was manually pump, pumping blood into my dick, which was also redacted. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. Immediately after that, a song began playing in my head. The lyrics went, Sister, sister, he's just a plaything. We want to make him stay up all night. What what song is that? It's the song a fucking schizophrenic hears in his head about fucking reptilian... Amphibious aliens. What are you, not paying attention? And they they look a lot like the Grinch. You know what They look like the Grinch. they They look like a weird Muppet. They look like... If the baby from that show Dinosaurs had grown up, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was like that. Everyone sitcom, should dinosaurs. have forgotten about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. So, um, God, there's some great shit in here. How on. many pages is this manifesto? It's like 25 pages. Oh, well, it's a yeah. decent manifesto. Eventually, they keep bugging him to go to this church that they call the altar. You know, and he goes. So finally, he goes. 
When I went to the altar for the first time, the people acted very strange. It was unhuman. As I walked into the sermon room, everyone stared at me, began sniffing emphatically. Needless to say, I was scared as hell, but I took a seat. Service began, a man came and sat down next to me. After he sat down, I began smelling something. The only thing I can compare it to is a reptile and vinegar. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait. He, he, the guy smelled like a lizard or something. Yeah. Wow. And there's a lot of weird, uncontrollable uh, erections. And I think anal stimulation, but it's, again, there's a lot of redactions. I wonder what this guy thought of the uh, miniseries V. Well, I mean, it's 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 weird because, I don't know, you, you know David Icke, right? Uh, sounds familiar. Who's that? David Icke is a crazy British guy who written a shit ton of books about the reptilian... Oh, well, okay, Blood-drinking yeah, yeah, yeah. shapeshifters yeah. who secretly control the world. And it's Queen, you know, Queen Elizabeth and fucking Queen George Elizabeth W. Bush and Chris yeah. Christopherson for some reason. So, yeah. So, th- this, th- I mean, this is, this, is, this is insane, this part. The harassment continued for weeks and intensified as time went on. I did my absolute best to maintain my sanity and tried to avoid them. This worked for a while, but eventually I had a huge meltdown. One day I was in the bakery at Safeway when I got surrounded by a bunch of old men. Some of them looked at me and sniffed, so I knew it was them. They started stimulating my blank and blank simultaneously. (laughs) Then they spoke aggressively. Uh, Wait, did he write the blanks or did the, the, the paper redacted that? Or your, the oh, website. and then they said to him, you are nothing but a toy. Your purpose now is to suck blank. <laughs> <laughs> Why are these amphibians so vulgar? He's at the bakery at Safeway, and these old men start fucking rubbing his, ball, his balls and his, and his anus, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, based I on know. the size of these redactions, that's what I would That's what I would. That's what I would. Why are they him. so vulgar? Yeah. God. Oh my God! So, so the guy then uh, decided I have to kill Timothy Remington. He the tried pastor. to kill himself twice, but they wouldn't let him. With that, the amphibians wouldn't. They wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they wanted him as their sex slave. Hmm. That's yeah. You know what I've always wanted to do? What? And I don't know if I ever will, but I've always wanted to like write a manifesto, but just write it in a notebook and take all the pages down and stick them all over the wall of my living, like of my living room. So I right. know the order that they go in, but then yeah. my whole wall is basically just wallpapered with pages in my manifesto. And then I want to meet a girl on like Tinder. Right. And just like come back and like hang out and just yeah. not say anything about it, not even acknowledge it at all. Yeah. And just like be like, hey, would you like a beer? I got some red wine and some Cabernet if you'd like. Yeah. And just see how long she stays. Hmm. How long do you think she... Do you think I'd actually get laid? You never know. If my whole room was just wallpapered in my manifesto, you actually think the girl would have sex with me? Well, I guess I don't know. Yeah, judging, it could be... Judging by the girls that I pick up. You could be a fucking conceptual artist. Who the fuck... <laughs> who knows nowadays? I think you should you know? do that. I've been to your place before. Yeah. You do have weird papers on the wall. I do. Yeah. I have, yeah, I have a paper that I wrote while I, 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 I while well, yeah, while having not eaten for four days in a vision quest, where I'm like, this is the end of the world in Atlantis and the serpent Jormungandr. Yeah, so that's, have what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think you need so. to bring a girl back and just uh, well, but, you know, not only that, yeah. it's I think your your manifesto paper is probably better than the condition of the rest of your house. So yeah, but the funny thing, the, another funny thing about this guy is that. He, he keeps saying, like, their technology is millions of years ahead of ours. They've been around forever. And uh, there's a part where he's like, what else have you seen? What weird powers have you witnessed? And it's, it's all, like, the dumbest shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have seen them make things appear out of nowhere. One time I was sitting on a couch 
and a dollar bill appeared in my lap. <laughs> Another time while driving, they made a paper bag appear in the passenger seat. <laughs> they use random magicians. They use random, unsuspecting items so no one would think anything of it. I was alone both times this happened. I'm pretty sure they can pop in and out of this dimension based on other things I've seen. I'm also pretty sure they can overlap our reality with an alternate dimension. I say this because I have gone into stores where I know the employees and suddenly there are all new employees who I've never seen before. <laughs> this, is the, this is the guy that's impressed by the empty paper bag that appears in the seat next to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and for some reason I don't put too much stock in what he has to say. Mm. Um, so what? So what happened to him? He's arrested, right? Yeah, he's arrested. And I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be fifty-one uh, fifty. That yeah, he's they got to lock this guy. He's going to be an institution. Um, I mean, because this is just clearly cuckoo bananas. I mean, it's 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 actually like makes me fr- frightened. Like I, I, out of all the shit I have, I'm glad I don't have schizophrenia. Yeah, no that 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 is good. Yeah. That is that that, yep. that is good. I, I'm surprised you don't actually. Yeah, me too. Or some kind of like drug-induced schizophrenia. You right. Know? Well, you know, there's always who knows. But you know, I bet I bet actually he's not too far off. Well, I know he didn't think right. Obama as, an, as an, an amphibian reptile creature, but I'm sure there's a lot of Trump supporters that do feel that way about Obama. Right. You know, not only that is he, he's an illegal alien. I think they think he actually is an alien. Well, the, I've heard some of the the people who believe in the reptilians talk about Obama, and they don't believe Obama is a reptilian. They just believe he's controlled by them. Yeah, I could see that, like a so, conduit or something. Yeah. Okay. But with just one last thing here. At the end, he's talking about the males of the the species, the reptile species, and he says, to recap, the males are. Megalomaniacal, obsessed with sex, extremely aggressive, fearful and paranoid, power hungry, and obsessed with control. Sound familiar? Who else do you know that has these characteristics? If you answered God from the Bible, you are correct. (laughs) I like this guy's quiz. Oh, man. Yeah, wow. (laughs) This is great. Oh, man. If you answered Sonny Bono's gardener, you're correct. <laughs> where where did you find this manifesto? We should post a link to it. Uh, yeah, sure. You can just download the PDF off pretty much any news story about the guy. All right. I, you just, know what I'll yeah. do is I'll find one and I'll I'll post a link to it because this this makes for good reading. This is like a good bedtime story. I for love your these children. things. Like when that when that Asian kid shot up Virginia Tech. I read all of his plays. Yeah, then that that guy. Yeah. Um, I forget that guy's name. Something Min or Ken something. Jung Virginia, or, yeah, the Virginia Tech. Ken, no, guy. Ken Jeong is the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his name. What you know, whatever. That's racist. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. I read all his shit. He had a great play called Mister Brownstone. Ooh, and I don't think yeah, I saw that yeah. one. And uh, I also, if you if you also read the the Columbine kids. They have like just giant books of weird drawings. Yeah, from illustrations. The video game Doom and talking about Nietzsche and Hitler and it's a lot of weird, stupid bullshit. What about the Santa Barbara kid that was like upset that women wouldn't talk to him? Elliot, whatever his name was. Remember that kid? Oh, I didn't read. No, I like I like my crazies, super crazy. This guy's this guy's manifesto was also entertaining though. Was it? Well, mostly it was just him whining about all the women that his dad brings to his house. <laughs> It was just kind of funny. Meanwhile, 
while the kid's driving around in his Audi or whatever his father gave him. But yeah, manifestos are entertaining. Round, round, get around, I get around. So you I'll, I'll, I'll post a link to that. I'm sure. Yeah. I'll post a link to this one. People's episode 523 here is sick and wrong. Uh, we have news coming up next, and we have phone calls coming up in the near future. Before we get to that, here's a message from Adam and Eve. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So Harrison, when's the last time you went to a uh, furry convention? I've, um, does Comic-Con count? Hmm. No, but it's close. One time uh, at, at Comic-Con, I saw a an, um, an obese woman dressed up as Power Girl sitting on the floor breastfeeding a baby. What was the baby dressed up as? Uh, it might have been a zombie. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> something. <laughs> wow, that'd be a difficult image to Fucking get out of Fucking Doctor Who. Who can... Yeah. It was really weird, and it was like... I. Oh my god, I wanted to take a picture, but it was you know when you don't want to you want to take a picture but you don't want to But you know but the, the, that's something you're going to you're going to like disrupt the scene, you're going to look like an asshole trying to take a picture invading her privacy, but right. at the same time you're going to remember it for yeah. years to come. Yeah, but it would have been great to have a picture, you know. That'd be a good that'd be a good picture to hang over your like toilet in your bathroom. Screenshot or it didn't happen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I've actually been to a furry convention. I went really? with, uh, yeah, I went in 2010. I went with uh, Holly Stevens and Juliet Stray, oh. who had been on the show. Oh. We went to a furry con in uh, San Jose. Yeah. Apparently, Juliet Stray was part of that whole scene. Like, she didn't have one of those elaborate furry outfits, which those outfits cost like, like thousands of dollars. You know that? They cost like 10 grand. Can't you just steal a mascot outfit from a ch- from a shitty high school or something? I, th- I think they custom make those things, mm. and it's, it's like a it's a big deal. Like the, the and when you have it, you're known in the community as one of those. It's just like yeah, that guy's the badger, and you always wear your badger outfit. And the badgers only fuck the bears, and the bears only you know, and the beavers can only fuck the skunks. Like there's a there's a whole rule. There's like, yeah, there's rules. But what, what surprised me about the whole thing, I don't know why it surprised me, is when I went there, I was like. I just didn't think this was going to be so gay. Yeah. I, I just didn't think it was going to be so homoerotic. Yeah. But it, it is. It's, it's, there aren't women underneath those fursuits. It's all men. Did the, you know There that? are some women. Very, very few. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's, that's the whole... The men, men, are, men are more perverted than I mean, women. It makes sense to yeah. me now. But at the time, I remember uh, there was like at this furry con, they had like a bunch of dudes just you know dressed up in the, yeah. the outfits walking around and then there's like people selling all the different like furry collectibles and uh like accessories and then there were like these art galleries they were furry art and yeah. all the furry art was like pictures of like a skunk with an erect penis sodomizing a raccoon oh yeah you know and, it, and like and they're all you know it was all like it was very gay when i try to find artists for some of my comics a lot of times i'll just go on that website deviantart yeah, and just literally spend like seven hours just going through shit trying to look at artists. And there's so many artists who are just—they're actually really good, but they just all they—they they just spend all their time drawing like uh, themselves as a rabbit in space, you know, uh, 
fucking a banana or something. It's just, it's like, what are you? It, it, it's bizarre. Why? It's been, yeah. that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, why would you want this in your house? Like, you know, I mean, a kid would see this, be traumatized, yeah. or, dr- or draw, life. or draw uh, Velma from Scooby Doo with her limbs amputated, eating out of a dog bowl, which is a thing I saw once. Well, I could see that. I can never unsee it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <sighs> this fur convention. Yeah. Usually these, these are very sexually charged environments. Like this right. is a, it's a kinky thing. Yeah. So uh, there's a big uh, uh, convention in Vancouver, British Columbia. It's called the Vancouver Fur. It's a it's a Western Canada's largest furry convention. Just went on over the weekend. It just so happened at the same hotel that the furries were staying out. There was a group of Syrian refugees that were there, like like a thousand refugees. So all these uh, kids were running around, you know. And the kids saw this and people walking around yes. the in the anthropomorphized animal yeah. suits, you know, and they were stoked. It's like here's all these animal mascots, but little did they know that these guys just wanted to yiff each other. You know, rub their genitals through yeah. their through their fur suits at each other. But anyway, being a fun loving bunch, it seems the furries were more than happy to oblige. And uh, uh, what, what they did, and I guess the the uh, the organizers here statement calling for friendliness and cultural sensitivity. And so they just had fun with the kids. They walked around and they like let the kids like pose with them and take pictures with them. Right. But I bet you after hours, um, hopefully the kids weren't allowed to go to yeah. like the upper floors of the no. hotel. Because hey, have you have you heard about the yiff pile? What is what you never heard of the term yiffing? No. You know it's it's funny because when I had a the guy on uh, who created that like egg gelatinous egg that they shoved up each other's asses, you know? What I'm oh yeah, about? the ovipositor. The ovipositor. Yeah. I interviewed that guy, and that guy is like very involved in the in the furry community. And so I asked him about yiffing, and he was like, you know, that's a very derogatory thing to say. And I was like, oh really? I thought that was just normal. He's like, no. That's what people who are not in the community say about us having sex. And what it is, I guess foxes in, in, in the wild yiff each other. That's what the, when they, they mm. you know, have sex, they like make a yiffing noise. So people started saying like when the, uh, the, the furries all get together and they, they rub their genitals on each other, that's what they call yiffing. I really get upset when people get offended. People from like niche, you know, yeah, yeah, niche at things that, that aren't even that... You, like, you're not trying to be offensive. It's like, okay, so you're going to get... a. Not only am I required to learn all of this stuff. But how would you know this? Yeah, thing? I don't know. Unless you're in the community. Yeah, or if you're... I guess maybe if you're on 4chan or some weird shit, you might <laughs> know some of this. I don't know. Uh, it's still kind of funny, though, that yeah. these Syrian kids... It must have made their day. It's like, here they are, you know, fleeing their country and all the brutality. And next thing you know, there's just... You know they're in the in the West, and there's a bunch of like dudes, like perverts in yeah. fursuits walking around. How do you think? You, you ever heard of the you know the Freud primal moment? How fetishes are created? Yeah, with where a, it's like you know you see your your, your mother, yeah, like, sits on your face accidentally, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or you know you hide behind a pile of boots, watch your parents fuck, and yeah, then you're something. into so boots or something. Now. So I like what happened there. Like, it, like, oh, like the funny uncle took him to Disneyland and was like diddling him, you know, behind the snack bar. And there's like Chip and Dale were like waving in the background and he's just looking at them the whole time. I, you know, is I that always, how that start? Like, is that what? I don't know. I always thought it was like, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're hanging out with your uncle and your uncle happens to be <laughs> dating the girl that plays Minnie Mouse. 
And, you know, and, and later on when you're back at home, she didn't take the costume off because the uncle's into that. And you walk in to go you get your toothbrush out of his bathroom and there he is just like sitting there just from behind just shagging Minnie Mouse. Yeah. And then it's, you know, it's, it's, in, your, it's in your mind. Yeah. It's burned into your subconscious. Well, then you get a fetish. You know, I don't, I don't know how that happens. Um, in other odd sexual news, uh, the second Wachowski sibling came out as transgender. Did you hear about this? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the second Wachowski Are they sibling. Are they They twi- aren't. They're two okay. years apart. I actually had to look right. that up. But they used to be the Wachowski brothers. Yeah. They're now the Wachowski sisters. So do you have to go back and, like, do, do you think they'd be offended if, like, you know, the, look, you get new copies of The Matrix come out and it says the Wachowski brothers? I would hope not. Because I, I think, you know, people should be allowed to be whoever they want to be and and I'll, you know, go out of my way to accommodate them. But you can't change history. You no, can't be like, yeah, Bruce Jenner, you know, Caitlyn Jenner won all those uh, Olympic. It's like, nah. You, you know? can't. Now, well, you know, that happened before. Now it's like now you going can't forward. alter the fucking fab- fabric of reality, you know? <laughs> You can you could be whatever you want, and I'll you know it's great, good for you. So Andy Wachowski just came out as transgender, and yep. he's now going by the name Lily. And okay. his brother, who came out a year ago or a few years ago actually, is Lana. So it's right. Lily and Lana now. Um, you know, actually, I kind of I kind of feel that the Wachowski brothers should be the transgender spokesman, not Caitlyn Jenner. If you've been listening, if you've been reading about Caitlyn Jenner, she supports Ted Cruz. I don't. She wants to be Ted Cruz's trans ambassador. Yeah, I think I actually have a plugin in my browser that just takes just just takes Kardashian and, and Jenner out of everything. So I don't. That's I'm, probably a good thing. Yeah, that, that's a good thing. It's just, but I mean, it's it's like how can you be supportive of gay rights and and trans rights and support Ted Cruz who uh, hates you because you have money and you're like, man, it'd be great if I could pay. Three hundred thousand dollars less a year in taxes. Yeah, because I, you know, we should just have one flat tax for everybody. Right. You know, everybody should just be one flat tax. Doesn't matter if you're worth millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why she supports Ted. That's Cruz. absolutely why. I, mean, I would rather see the Wachowski sisters be the uh, spokespeople for the transgender. Did the Wachowskis? Well, yeah, I mean, Caitlyn Jenner fucking killed somebody. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like if you kill somebody. Even you did it by accident, whatever. Okay, you don't go to prison, but you like you would, you don't get a reality show. Just, just stop. Just stop. Yeah, just fade out of fade our fade away. Just fade away yeah. and just so we can stop looking at you. Yeah, you know, and thinking about it's you, like and hearing it's about like you. Chris Brown after he beat up Rihanna. It's like you know, two years later, he's like, I deserve a second chance to start my. It's like you deserve a second chance to like go work at Walmart. See, is now, what you deserve. You don't. You, you don't deserve to be a goddamn uh, superstar again. What the shit? You know what? I wouldn't mind if Caitlyn Jenner actually went and abused abusers. Then I actually might be supportive of her. Like if she went and found Chris Brown and beat the fuck out of him, right? Then I would be like, you know, Caitlyn Jenner's not that bad. What is Chris Brown's posse name? I don't know the it's, pussy posse. It, no, is? no, that's Le- that's Leo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire's know, fucking the, early aughts bullshit. The, the Smurfs? It's like the, the pedo Smurfs? I'm the not even G27 sure. crew or something. <laughs> um, and it's like they, they I, I remember reading one article one, one time where they're like, they, they, they pulled up the Lamborghini to a fucking subway and I ended up assaulting an old man at the subway and peeling off in the Lamborghini. As if this guy needs to do like, that. Like, what the fuck? You know, did you ever see the movie Cloud Atlas? 
No. I think that was, was that the last Wachowski Brothers movie. Uh, they did that. Yeah, that was their have, movie. Have they done any movie that wasn't awful since The Matrix? I, and I'm talking Matrix One, not even Matrix the other, One. Yeah, yeah like the Matrix other ones one. are terrible. You know, that's why I'm hoping yeah. the Wachowski sisters, now that they're both, you know, they cut their genitals off and they've yeah. like, transformed into women. I'm hoping the movies that come out now are better than what they've released. I mean, recently. what they, they did, fucking Speed Racer and. Yeah, that was awful. Everything they did was terrible. And Cloud Atlas yeah. was like somebody's like, uh, it was like a, yeah, like a, a nightmarish wet dream. Yeah. Like it was, it, there was something wrong with it. I mean, I, I, I couldn't follow the movie. I kind of appreciate that on some level. Like these people who are just clearly awful and just at some point in their life just stumbled onto something amazing. Yeah. Like, 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 jo- like George Lucas is kind of like that. And I, I was much more. I mean, again, I don't. Well, was li- he an asshole before Star Wars? I don't like Star Wars, but uh, I, I felt better about the franchise being in his hands than I do with Disney, just because he was like, "I'm going to just wait thirty years to do stuff," and he didn't. Know, like you get the impression with him that you know all of the good things from the Star Wars movies were things he, like he fought against during the process of making the film. No, I, I could I could see that, yeah. Like he just he just he's just he's just bad, and I kind of appreciate that on some level. I, I appreciate the badness being in his hands. Yeah, but like Ewoks and Jar Jar Binks, that, that's no. that's what back then they gave him full reign. So it's kind of nice that they yeah. took it away from him. Yeah, but now it's like Star Wars essentially is just like we're gonna make toys. There was a we're great make lots of toys. There was a great period of time before Episode Seven came out where they kept interviewing George Lucas. And he'd be first. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm. Uh, I guess I'm gonna go to the premiere. It's kind of weird. It's like, it's like you know, going to uh, see your ex girlfriend at a high school reunion. It'll be weird, whatever. And then the next time, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, going to your ex wife's wedding. <laughs> uh, and it'll be a little weird, but your kids are gonna be there, so you show up, and it's fine. And li- I'm not even fucking with you. The third time, he's like." It's like going to your son's funeral, you know, and it's like, <laughs> just you know gradually. Really like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was fucking the best thing. It was the best thing he's ever done but in his know, career. But the thing is, though, it's the ego. It's that strike to his ego that must right. have just been difficult to bear. Yeah. But anyway, I wouldn't mind if George Lucas became a woman. It'd be more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you have here for the next story? Well, a woman starves to death after being trapped inside an elevator for a month. Yeah, thank you. All oh, right. Is that a Richard Cheese song? I don't know. Richard Cheese. Oh, yeah. Rich- there was Richard Cheese, and then there was that other guy who did the spoken... Remember when spoken word... When people cared about spoken word for like three days in the 90s? Yeah, Rollins, that, that whole thing. Rollins, Rollins and Maggie Estep... And and that other guy who would do the like the f- little Frank Sinatra bits. Oh yeah, and R- Richard Cheese actually just ripped that guy off. Anyway, fuck you, Richard Cheese. I like that guy. <laughs> so, police in the Chinese city of Xi'an launched an investigation after a woman's b- body was discovered last week inside an elevator at the apartment complex where she lived. According to local reports. The woman's corpse was found a month after two maintenance workers improperly, I don't know why improperly is in quotes, but it is, shut off power to the elevator. The 43-year-old woman, identified only as Wu, reportedly starved to death while trapped inside. Hmm. She's not part of Wu-Tang. She, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So wait, she starved to death in the elevator. Yeah, she how, starved. How, she must have been there for a couple weeks. Yeah. 
I, th- I, I well, no, I think if she was in, it would be Hunger Pangs with a Z. That would be her Wu Tang name. Pangs, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> in a statement, the Gowling District government said the malfunctioning elevator was first deactivated January 30th. However, the building's maintenance crew did not repair, return to repair the machine until March 1st, which was when the woman's body was found. That's it's a long time. That, no, I mean, it's that's, like like, that's like a month yeah. of her just sitting there trapped in an elevator. Yeah. I mean, it, were there claw marks on the, like I the don't roof? Know. On the... Were, were the, were these repair guys, were they like the fucking Chinese Abbott and Costello or something? Like, you know, I got to say, it's like we've done stories in the past where like an escalator in China, mm. you know, eats a small child yeah. Yeah. or, um, you know, like a, a parking garage. Look, Chip, there's no such thing as the wolf man. Now help me get this woman out of the elevator. Or it's like a garage door crushes a school child, you yeah. know, a, a, a school child. And then this, this story here, a woman gets trapped in an elevator. I would never, if I go to China, I'm walking everywhere. I'm taking the stairs. I'm right. never going to ride an elevator in China. Okay. I'd be too nervous to, wouldn't you? I, I wouldn't pr- take I, an escalator. By the time I got to China, I'd forget about this article. Yeah, well, it'd be in the back of my yeah. mind. So, well, here's the thing about China, okay? Let me tell you something about China, okay? Hey, kids. No, the thing about China is that when the, when the, when the housing crisis, you know, the whole everybody saw the big short, so now everybody's a fucking expert on the goddamn housing crisis. But when the housing crisis, you know, it hit California, it hit China, it hit China like super crazy. Because before, the, before the, the housing market bombed, China was like, let's build crazy malls and, and giant skyscrapers, skyscrapers yeah. of condos. And now there's just like entire towns that are just abandoned and stuff like that. And I wonder if this is one of the situations where it's like some old woman moved in and they're like, well, you well, know, there's no one else here. So part of it, part of it mm. too, is uh, there is no like uh, environmental regulation. There's no building regulation. There's no, they don't have to get permits. Right. It's just like, just build that thing. Well, you know, I don't think that it's going to pass a safety inspection. What's a safety inspection? And yeah. that, that's why this shit happens in China. That's why I will never take an escalator or ride an elevator in China. So, yeah. The scene in the elevator was inhumane, Ooh. said Xiaolin, a tenant in the building. We think she starved to death in there. Uh, <laughs> what if, when they say inhumane, what do they mean? Oh, maybe, she, like, try to eat yeah, herself? What, what is this? Yeah. Fucking Captain eat Obvious. Her hand or something? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah I'm just wondering what happened. Yeah. I mean, they could have gave her a magazine at well, least. You could have used a better adjective, something yeah. a little more descriptive. Yeah. I mean, I mean it might be a case of uh, lost in translation, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. It might be a case of uh, Sofia Coppola making a movie about it. I don't know. So another tenant said the woman left scratch marks on the walls of the elevator. The paramedics told us that when they found the body, her hand had already begun to deform. Why did I choose to read this story? I don't. Wait, her hand had begun to deform. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, uh, like she was getting rigor mortis or something? Maybe from scratching the. Maybe oh, she was wow. like trying she to scratch punch so much that her hand was uh, malformed. The, yeah. Jesus. Sure. Uh, Would it be a buzzkill there, Harrison? Said the neighbor, referred to only as. Wang, it's just too horrible. Actually, I think that's why I just read this story. Just, just, just the names from this from the hills of Shaolin. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, the maintenance workers' gross negligence in quotes likely caused the woman's death. Police said, as CCTV news pointed noted, 
The workers were required to open the elevator door before shutting the power off. Instead, the crew reportedly called out once to check if anyone was inside. Mm -hmm. Two people, both staff members at the maintenance company, were arrested and will reportedly face charges of involuntary manslaughter. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what the charges are for that. I mean, I wonder what the penalty is for that. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, you know, if that happened in this country, like if someone, like if you lost your sister because she was trapped in the elevator, mm. you would be suing the owner of that building for millions of dollars. Yep. How much do you think the family of uh, Wu is going to get yeah. in China? Uh, nothing. Yeah, I bet, I bet yeah. 70, $70, a pack of cigarettes, and a box of fortune cookies. I uh, maybe, you that's uh, it. maybe a ghost bride. Yeah, for no, their seriously. Son. You're not, you know, not going to get anything. Yeah. Um, I can, you know, that to me, like that is uh, a fate worse than death. Like, I, I don't like riding elevators in general, but in my building where I work right now, the elevators tend to get stuck frequently. Can, can we just agree to say that being buried alive is a fate worse than death? Because it's essentially the same thing. Well, this yeah, is the yeah, same yeah thing. that is, that is yeah. pretty much the same thing because yeah. you're trapped. Although, yeah. I, although I at least when you're buried alive, you run out of air. Jesus. Yeah, but you're, you'd suffocate. But at least in an elevator, could you try to climb up the elevator shaft? Like, would you do that? I think it depends on the uh, I guess they, type I of elevator. They don't all have that little hatch that you could climb out. Yeah, of. yeah. I've they seen don't Die Hard. That. Yeah, like, no. you can do that. You know. <laughs> Yeah, every elevator in a movie has that, but I've seen elevators that don't have that. So anyway, at my work, there's like eight elevators, and two of them tend to get stuck frequently. And everyone knows this, and they kind of joke about it, and occasionally you'll be in the elevator with like a bunch of people going to your floor, and that thing will skip a floor or bounce up and down, and people are like, oh no, oh no. But my uh, coworkers were stuck in it for three hours. (laughs) This is last week. And it kind of freaks me out, because I think about it, I'm just like, there's a guy at my work he has Asperger's, and he must be probably about 38 years old. I bet you he's never even touched a breast, Okay, this guy. Yeah. He's definitely a virgin, but I bet you he's mm. never even seen tits before. Yeah. My fear is being stuck in the elevator for three hours with him. I can't stand the guy. Yeah. I see the guy walking towards me in the hallway. I cut to the right, sure. make a quick, sharp exit. and I He's probably grateful you do. Yeah, I would get stuck in the elevator yeah. with that guy. Yeah. That, that, that's what bothers me about it. It's a fear of mine. Well, just so you know, Chris Brown's posse is called OHB, which stands for Original Hood Bosses. Original Hood Bosses. Yeah, yeah. they're quite hood. He bought them all gold championship rings. God, I wish Caitlyn Jenner would beat the shit he out of them. He is like the worst. Okay. Would I'm, you I'm love to see Brown. Caitlyn Jenner beat the shit out of him? Sure. Because uh, Caitlyn Jenner would beat the shit out of me. She's, she's a big person. Right. Like way bigger than me. Yeah. You know, I would love to see her just beat the shit out of Chris Brown. Yeah. It would be great. Um, final story here came in from Blondal. 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 He says, hey, Dean Harrison, longtime fan. I've been binging on your latest episodes this week. Keep up the good work. Best show around. Um, Swedish medic dubbed Dr. Anal is struck off for performing dubious massages on patients. The Dr. Anal should be the name of a porn series. Yeah. Like that, that, I think that would work. I'm sur- I bet you you have some porn named Dr. Anal. Oh, I'm Somewhere sure. Somewhere in do. the title. Absolutely. On one of your many hard drives. Right. A Swedish doctor who used anal well, massage. Well, if you ever go to like a sex club where they have different themed rooms, there's always the medical exam room. But is there a guy in there hanging out named Dr. Anal? No. And you just don't want to go anywhere near him? You, yeah, no. <laughs> no. A Swedish doctor who used anal massage to cure common ailments such mm. as headaches and sore throats has had his medical license revoked. 
Uh, the unidentified man. Th- that's what kind of blows my mind. Unidentified? Really? You're not going to print his name? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Should we know his name right. so we don't go there and say, hey, I have a sore throat? <laughs> well, he's a minor, so they can't really share his name. The guy could be a minor. I, I know. I'm kidding. He worked in Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. It hit the headlines. Yeah. He's hit at the headlines several times over the last twenty years due to his controversial medical techniques. <laughs> um, in two thousand three, he received a warning from uh, Sweden's medical board of responsibility after treating an elderly woman's <laughs> headache and back pain by massaging her anus. Yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You could just see him. It's like. I guess I could give you Excedrin, but it takes too long. Let me try my remedy. Yeah. And it's just finger in the assholes of massaging. <laughs> I don't know. It makes your headache go away. Uh, the I, woman, I think in America, you like you would. they wouldn't just give you a warning for that. If you're massaging like someone's you, anus because yeah, yeah. they, they have a sore throat, yeah, no, I mean, you would, be, you you would, would lose, be, your you license, lose your license, and then you'd be like fired out of a cannon. And you might be like actually have some kind of uh, charges pressed against you for that. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, the woman described it as an incredibly offensive encroachment. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, that's not an understatement. Uh, the uh, the uh, the medical board here called the treatment dubious because hmm. none of the muscles that cause back pain can be reached by massaging the anus. And if you knew yeah. that, you well, know? no, I didn't. But I mean, if he had written, say, a, a fifty-page paper and submitted it for peer review. Then he, that, he might that, have that a case. Have he might have a case for that. Yeah. Well, I, I just wonder where did he do his research? Like, where where is he coming up with this? Like, how is he trying to prove to people? Like, actually, no, uh, you have a headache. Time s- to massage the anus. Spankbang.com. <laughs> uh, Doctor Anal here, the, the the local press dubbed yep. him that. He admitted he has performed up to one thousand such treatments because they're effective and backed up by research and medical journals journals that he subscribes to. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the penthouse forum, right? And uh, penthouse variations. Yeah. Uh, this one called Swank. Have you ever heard of that medical journal? Sure, Swank. Swank yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. Um, Classy ass liquors. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. After appealing to the Stockholm County Court in 2008, he was actually allowed to continue to work despite multiple <laughs> warnings. Uh, the court said that medical mm-hmm. authorities failed to prove his technique contradicted scientific mm-hmm. tried and tested experience. So that would be funny if they let him keep working, but he had to like issue a disclaimer. I it's will like, touch your yeah, anus. Yeah. <laughs> I can treat you for this uh, today, but uh, I must warn you that I will violate your anus. It's just funny to me. It's like, you can come to me. I'm just a general practitioner. But all of my remedies and treatments involve my finger in your anus. Just, yeah. just so you know that. Hmm. And then you, then you can make the choice. Right. Well, it turned out he did lose his license in Denmark just last, uh, just last year after piercing a patient's lung while trying to inject an anesthetic. Yeah. What kind of doctor is this guy? Why would you give Dr. Anal, you know, anesthesia? Yeah, I don't know. He's the last guy I want to be, my anesthesiologist. He, why would you inject anesthesia into somebody's lungs? And how do you, how do you make that mistake? You pierce the lung. Aren't you supposed to, yeah, like put it how in the blood? How much cocaine is this guy on? Jesus. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so in Sweden, they tried to revoke his license. Uh, mm. And speaking at that time, the doctor claimed his dismissal was a witch hunt against him. Mm. He said that uh, he believed he was misunderstood. And this is his defense. I have a personality disorder, or rather a syndrome, a form of Asperger's, just like Bill Gates or Einstein. <laughs> So he said it's made it impossible for yeah. himself within the healthcare sector because he behaves childishly and sometimes different. Yeah. But he's cleverer right. than everyone else. 
Yeah. I don't know if Clever Einstein and Bill. Okay. You and Bill, like, you know, I have a borderline personality disorder, like the uh, hated German Kaiser and child murderer Albert Fish. You know, like, what? Okay. <laughs> you couldn't have picked those two. Okay. And, and, and how does that defend shoving your finger in someone's anus yeah, to treat yeah. a sore throat? Yeah. Yeah. I just like, he, I like how he says, I made it impossible my, for myself within the healthcare sector. Probably because you repeatedly violate people's anuses. Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I would say that's the, the, you know, prescribe some like Dimatap or Tylenol. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. Put some, pour some Tussin on it. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he probably got like five warnings too. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's Sweden. Yeah. You know. Anyway, people send your stories. Stick around podcast, hotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to that. That's quite a gasp there. Uh, before we get to that, here's a word from Adam and Eve. People, make sure you support our sponsors by supporting our sponsors and buying yourself a dildo. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Like, yeah. You help us. You help yourself. You end up like getting at least another five years out of your marriage. You help Wu. You help Wang. You help everybody. Yeah. You really do. Because they're the ones making the dildos. So uh, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my look Eric's disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E. I am now a new man. Thanks. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Um, this first call is another uh, good old pat on the back for Harrison over here. Oh, um, shucky ducky. People weighing in here to uh, tell Harrison he's doing a good job. Hey, guys. I was just calling because I just heard a bunch of people harassing Harrison. And I think... Somebody once told me that if, if I ever got caught for, for doing some shady shit, and it may have been at a time when I was doing some shady shit... And I got on the cover of the New York Post. The headline would be Harassin Harrison. Harassin Harrison. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That works. That's good. Harrison, I think you're great. And I like the way you talk. I like your voices. I like your comments. And I wanted to give you something positive to hold on to because I think you're great. And you're doing great. And so is the other guy. All right. Not <laughs> the other guy. Bye, guys. <laughs> I want something positive to hold oh, on man. to from a, a woman with a with a sultry uh, Kathleen Turner voice. Yeah, I kind of like that. She's but, like, you know, romancing the stone, Kathleen Turner. Not where's like, my menthol? Not like now, Kathleen. Where's Turner. my menthols? Yeah. Um, well, there you go. Thank you. Positive Thank words. You. Words of encouragement from for a woman, Harrison no less. Here. You know, she's staving off yeah. his suicidal thoughts. That's good. Mm. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. She'll get her own paragraph in the manifesto. Oh, in my manifesto, yeah. 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 I mean, you all, you all be mentioned by name. <laughs> Every my, single my, person who pointed out the cotton mouth. Yeah, in my manifesto <laughs> that gets released after 
my death. I think I have a whole mm. chapter. Yeah. Um, all right, the next call here is this is interesting. Mm. This guy, and you know, it's not often that we have our fans that write in and, and, and tell us something enlightening. Usually it's a shit story. Mm. But this guy has definitive proof of reincarnation. Okay. Is he getting his balls fondled in a safe way by lizard men? Because I don't know how you're going to top that shit. It's quite possible. All right. Man, it's D. Michael here. You know, I'll admit, I've done a lot of drugs in my life. One time, I was sitting on my buddy's couch, twacked out of my fucking mind. And he had this cat, right? A cat named Herbie. Now, I, as a kid, I had a cat named Herbie. It was my favorite cat I ever had in my life. Big, fluffy, orange and white cabbie, right? Went missing. <laughs> How would you what? describe this voice? I don't know. It's, I, 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 I don't know. So I had a cat named Herbie. Uh, yeah. It sounds like, he sounds like a young Barbarino. He was the best cat I had in my wife. Does it sound like a young uh, Welcome don't. Back Cotter, like Travolta and uh, yeah. Barbarino? With like a mild stroke, you know. <laughs> the best cat I had in my life. His name was Herbie. Is he doing a character? You know, I think this is uh, authentic. Like, I think it's authentic. I think this is his voice. Hmm. Right. Well, it's a good voice. I mean, you should get into voice acting or something. Here we go. Think one day, never to find him ever again. So I'm sitting here, tracked down on this couch next to this cat, start talking to it. You know, like telepathically. So fucking twacked out. I'm like, you know, cat, if you're my cat in like a reincarnation, if my cat touched my pinky, right? I put my pinky out. I swear to God, if that cat didn't pick up his paw and touch my pinky twice, man. So, for all there is no afterlife or reincarnation, well, right there's some fucking proof. Have a good day. Well, shit, I'm convinced. Sir, you are amazing, <laughs> and I, I need you to call in like every week, please. Uh, at least until you, uh, I don't know, fucking shoot Marco Rubio's housekeeper and release your manifesto about cat <laughs> telepathy. Uh, you know what? I'm convinced. That's all it took yeah. for me. The cat touched your pinky finger twice. Mm. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that they, he is the reincarnated version of your cat. I want to hear this guy's theory of other things, like the existence of a divine presence. Sure. He probably could prove that as well. Yeah, uh, he saw the um, the plastic bag from the beginning of American Beauty. <laughs> and, and, that was, <laughs> and that explained everything. That was, Puts yeah. everything in perspective. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, I like that term, that twacked out. Have you ever used that? No. What is that? I don't know. I, I, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. Like, I was so twacked out. I have been twacked out. And I've been, have you ever been in that uh, that position where you're like so fucked up and you're at your friend's house, you're on like six hits of acid, and then all of a sudden their dog walks in the room and just takes a look at you and then you're just like, oh shit. Have you ever had that? And then the pets, it's good to keep your pets away from you when you're tripping. I've had things happen. Uh, I've had things happen to me like that when I was sober, like just weird depression stuff. Like I remember I was walking down the street one day, and a dog looked at me in a certain way, that just made me like miserable for the rest of the entire day. <laughs> well, he was judging. It was you. like I don't know. He he gave me a look, and it, it triggered something. And the rest of the day, I had the fucking Charlie Brown cloud following me around. You know. <laughs> You know, I, I would never want to look at my cat on a head full of 
LSD. No. That, that thing, I think, would would give you nightmares. Yeah. You just wouldn't want it in the room. Right. Yeah, it's best to not trip or do drugs around animals or masturbate around yeah. them. Yeah, no, because your cat is fucking macking me. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. This gargoyle-looking creature. Yeah. It's not going to be conducive to a good buzz. Sure. Um, But I do want to hear this guy's theories on other mm. questions of yeah. the universe. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Write a book. Everything. I mean, Write a book. Audio book. I, I would like to hear it. Yeah. Uh, the next call we have here is about a um, a uh, a girl who who blew up a bathroom. Now, when you say, all right, I guess I'll find, I'll find out. Hey, sicker on what's happening, guys? I I need your advice on Jesus. I've been single for a little while now since I like I called my girlfriend a cunt and she moved out and. She- that might have been before you started the show, Harrison. But this mm. this guy called up. It must have been this guy. He called up and he was like, "So, I called my girlfriend a cunt. Do you think that's a bad thing, or do you think fuck her? You know, I'll get laid anyway." And it's like, and, and he asked us our opinion of whether or not you should call your girlfriend a cunt when right. you're angry with her. I mean, it depends on who your girlfriend is, honestly. But- yeah, I, I do. I do think yeah. it's an ad hoc situation. Yeah. Because sometimes you're like having case. sex with a chick, and it's like. You, you get verbal and she'll be like, no, you don't call me a bitch, but please call me a whore. You know what I mean? Everybody has weird shit. So. I don't know who you're having yeah. sex with, but I think most girls tend not to like the, the, the word cunt. I mean, they don't, a girl can call each other a cunt or refer to them as a cunt, but if you went up to a girl and be like, fucking Hillary Clinton's such a cunt. Yeah. Most girls would be like, seriously? Like, that's a horrible thing to There's say. There's some word now that the kids, the kids use. I mean, I like the word cunt. I just don't use it. I don't throw it around. I don't yeah. say it at work. I tend to keep it to myself. Right. In my mind, I'm thinking it. But this guy asked You could, say, you could say hunty. Hunty? Hunty, yeah. Hunty. Who says hunty? It's a, it's a combination of uh, honey and cunty. Or no, honey and cunt. Honey and cunt is, yeah. is hunty. Yeah. Where where did you get this? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this fucking comic where the, the characters are fucking teenagers. So I scour the internet like, what, what did the fucking kids oh, you're say? You're trying to get the slang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so have you heard this term on fleek? Yes, yes. What does this mean? It means it's great or something. But it, it's, it's also cool. like, it's it's also something that I think is it Kid- a portmanteau, like of two different words, or is it just a, a neologism, like a different word? Is a portmanteau uh, a French castle owned by a murderous king? I think so. A, okay. <laughs> then yes. Um, I think that's what it is. No, but I, I think it, On Fleek is one of those things where BuzzFeed's like, that's what the kids are saying, but they, it was, they were actually saying it like four years ago. I, I still so, hate hearing that, and I hate yeah. people using that word. Right. Um, but this hunty, I mean, is this something I think that it's you mainly, made up? I think it's, no, it's, I'm looking at it right now, an urban dictionary. But I think it's it's something that uh, it's asinine. Uh, trans women say. Oh, trans women Sassy, say this to each other. Like, you're or a hunt. To, or to anybody. I don't know. Hunty. I don't know who they say it to. You know, I don't have the goddamn guide. How word. do you use it in a sentence? I just don't even understand. I don't know. I'm not. I've never used it in a sentence, and I probably never will. Would you do you use it as an adjective? Like you know, that girl is hunty. No, like, you'd be like. like you'd, first of all, I think you have. You can't be white to use the word. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. Be like, oh, you did not look at me like that, hunty. You know, like that's oh, how you'd okay. say it. So you'd say it like so. It's a noun. Yeah. yeah. It's a noun. You got to up your sass levels. Hey, well, there you go. And Don't this, call your girlfriend a cunt. This can of cores is not up in him. But you can call her a hunty. Okay, there you go. Then she moved out and she left. 
So I'm I'm all over the dating websites, which is great. I'm fucking uh, <laughs> well, I'm fucking a lot of fat chicks. To be brutally honest, because everyone they're all fat. All of them are fat. Anyways, uh, so uh, I do want to know where this kid lives. Yeah, because I mean, in L.A., I, I'm assuming there probably are a lot of fatties on the, on there too, uh, but there are a lot of hot girls as well. Right, but I bet you, like in the Midwest, it's it's probably a lot of just fat girls. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a friend of mine who uh, is listening to the show, and I'm not going to say his name. He knows who he is. Um, he bangs a lot of fat girls off of OkCupid. Yes, I've met this gentleman in Michigan. Yeah, and uh, he talks about how easy it is, and a lot of these women are married, and they go on there, and he's like, "Oh, it's so easy." I was like, "Well, what do you do?" He's like, "I just take them to Arby's." And I said, well, you take them to Arby's. He goes, I got to take them to Arby's. We got a roast beef sandwich and uh, sometimes a chocolate shake. He's like, next thing you know, he's like, I'm either fucking them in, the, in, in my car or back in my house. Jesus. And I was like, that's all it takes. So I'm thinking, why do I try to go for an attractive, like skinny girl? You're wasting your time, Harrison. I'm wasting my time? <laughs> Just go to Arby's with yeah. a fatty. Why not? Yeah, I'd like, the day you do that, you know. <laughs> It's the day I start tickling bitches with feathers, right? For realsies. I had a new girl. She she was less fat than the average, and she came over the other night. Uh, first date. I'd kind of like to take some of this call and like transpose it into a country song somehow or something. <laughs> less fat yeah, yeah. than the average. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really great. So we went out and got hammered drunk. We went out uh, drinking. She came back to my house. And then, Jesus Christ. She went into my bathroom and she took a huge shit. Hmm. Where did they eat? Did he, uh, I'm getting your story mixed no, up with this yeah, guy's He story. just said they went out drinking. Okay. So, I'm, I'm not... I've had living girlfriends before. I'm not. I, Did you say he's had living girlfriends? Living. Oh, I, living. you know, I heard okay. that and I thought living. I was like, well, that's a good mm. thing. That's a good thing that you've had living women. I've had life. living girlfriends before, <laughs> but I don't make a habit of it. I know girls take shits and stuff. Like I've had a living girlfriend before, and I've walked in the bathroom when she smelled it up. Yep. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, babe, you took a shit. I know. Girls poop, of course they do, but, man. But can they talk to cats telepathically is the question, really. Improve reincarnation, yeah. probably not. Nope. This chick did it on a first date. A first date. You gotta go, you gotta fucking go. I mean, what's, you know? First yeah. of all, where would he take her? Chili's, probably? Like, <laughs> whatever. You don't, don't feed know. her Taco Bell after yeah. you've been drinking all night. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I've had to take a shit at a girl's house before, but it's like I'm like using camouflage and techniques to oh, mask yeah. the odor. Oh, sure. It's like I'm, you know, it's like a CSI crime scene. You don't have there. a matchbook. You set some toilet paper on fire or something. You, you gotta know? do it's a like, whole bunch yeah, of you stuff. Do something. Yeah. It sounds like this girl's like, "Fuck it, I'm yeah. just gonna blow up his bathroom. Who cares?" Have you ever done the thing where you're at a? I mean, I do this because I'm like a fucking giant freak, but. Uh, you're at a chick's house and then you clog up her toilet when you, uh, you take a shit and you look around and there's you grab no- her toothbrush and then no <laughs> no 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 but yet, you know and then there's no plunger and it's like who doesn't have a plunger uh, apparently your dad um, but 
then you just get like the toilet brush and use the 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 other end of it. Yeah, to, to break just it break up, up just... the. Oh. <laughs> and you're in there doing this like it's oh my god. There is nothing worse than that. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, at that point, it's like, what are you going to, especially if it's a girl that you've maybe had sex with once or twice. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. I try not to even like, I'll, I'll tie my stomach in knots to try not to have to shit there. But if you do, I'll camouflage it. I'll, I'll make sure that she has no idea that a shit occurred or if she does, she won't say anything. Yeah. Whereas this girl just did seem to be just, you know, not to even care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I when it, cause I do that a lot because I have a fucked up metabolism. Because I live like a goddamn animal. Anyway, here we go. Like, she she went in there in the middle of the night and took a huge shit. We were we were both up. We were both drinking. She went into my bathroom in the middle of the night. To all right, we know. All right, come on. A huge shit and then left. And I went in there like 15 minutes later and I, I smelled her disgusting shit. And I don't know. Is this a deal breaker? If a chick takes a shit on the first night the first night that you get together is that a deal breaker i mean jesus all right tell me what you think should i never call her again yes or no what is wrong with this guy <laughs> i once had a chick try to choke me but instead of choking me with her hand she was choking me with her arm and she almost just crushed my fucking windpipe <laughs> like a like a, like an israeli doing krav maga <laughs> That was crushed your trachea. That wasn't a deal breaker. That's fine. The thing is, that's funny about this guy. This keep in mind, this is the same guy that called six months ago. It's like, should I call my girlfriend a cunt? And like, asks us if he should. And so now he's saying, is this a deal breaker, dude? You probably have been single a long time for good reason. Yeah. For good reason. You met a girl that you like. She took a shit at your house. Yeah. Give her a pass. Yeah. You and know? it wasn't even a cocaine shit. Yeah, exactly. Come on. You know, cocaine shit, you'd yeah. be, you know, you, you'd know that. You see, the thing is that bothers me about girls that shit. Because all girls shit, all people shit. But when you're a girl that calls attention yeah. to the shit, that's what bothers me about. I don't care if my, you know, my girlfriend goes in the bathroom and mm. shits. Like, most, most girls tend to would, would light a match or, or light right. a candle or incense or something. But um, if they do, they, you know, they do. They 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 shit. That's that's it. they're human. What do they call? What do you mean? It's call a, attention to it? No, they they well, no. Like my yeah. sister will come out and be like, uh, "Oh my god, you got to check this out." I'm like, "What?" She'll like, come here, and uh, I'll go in the bathroom and be like, "Jesus!" And yeah, she'll yeah. laugh because my sister thinks it's really funny because she's scatological. Well, your, your sister's a goddamn animal. <laughs> that's what I'm know? saying. So if it's if I hook up with a girl. Mm. And like, you know, she puts her ass in my face and farts and laughs about it. Mm. I'm not going to call her back. That's a deal breaker for mm. me. Someone who calls attention and revels in their bodily functions. I I'm not going to hang out with that. Yeah, no, I don't think I would. You know, I think that that might annoy me too. But if a girl goes like, and takes a shit in my bathroom, that's what bathrooms are for. There was corn in there. I, I don't even remember having corn. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about it. And you know, it's not only women, it's men and women. A lot of people are obsessed with their feces. Right. I don't want to discuss that. It's like, it's fine that you do that. It's fine that you fart. Yeah. It's just not something that I find funny or, you know, well, I want to talk about. if you descend into mental illness, you'll become even more obsessed with your feces. I could imagine. As you start coating the walls with it. <laughs> As some, uh... So in, uh, in answer to your question, it's not a deal breaker unless she does it again. If she comes to your house and blows up your bathroom again, put a candle out or put some air freshener in there. If she doesn't yeah, use either one, yeah. 
but she doesn't use either matches one, fucking then whatever. then you know she's a heathen you know so then you then you then you either have to like domesticate her or just go move on to the next fatty yeah um final call here is a drunk la fan that likes harrison a lot okay <laughs> hey what's up d and harrison i'm fucking pissed off at you guys uh, Harrison, what the fuck, man? You said you didn't have any LA fans. I called in like not that long ago to compliment how sick and wrong you you were as a co-host. But I'm not mad, man. I know you got tons of stuff going on. What was I supposed to do? Were you supposed to give him fellatio or something? I'm I don't not know. Quite what sure I, what is this he, the guy who called expected? and he want about the 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 transsexual? Uh, Woman who, you know, dom slash possible prostitute who cleaned my kitchen. I'm not. I'm he not wanted sure. a referral. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. He's just mad yeah. that you're saying yeah. there's no one in L.A. that likes yeah. me. I think that's what it is. Okay. I don't. Sure, I like you, buddy. I. I mean, I. I don't know. Um. I have no idea. If you if you yeah. were in L.A. and you were on the sick and wrong group, you should have come to. Uh, <laughs> See Harrison stand up at the KKK rally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See me try to make the Vatos laugh, Holmes. Um, is Vato? Can you say Vato? Yeah, I think Vato. Okay. Or Cholo. Okay. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to say Cholo. To be honest. Why? There's a there's a great Mexican restaurant downtown called El Cholo's. Okay. Yeah, it's a good place. Things are weird. You know, one time I I, I was going to uh, the deli for for like months. And I got, they made me sausage, egg, and cheese. You know, this Spanish guy, I'm probably Puerto Rican, who's New York. And uh, he'd be like, here you go, cabron, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what shit You think me. it was a term of endearment, cabron? I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and then eventually, like, I started to hear it. And then I'm like, wait a minute. He might be fucking with me. <laughs> so, like, I look it up on the internet. It's like, okay, cabron is a goat. Oh, that's why the chupacabra is the goat. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and then the insult—it's an insult because it implies that you have you wear cuckold horns. Uh, That—that's what cabron. Yeah, it's are like. You, wait, are you like, sure he said cabron or maricon? He didn't say maricon. Everybody <laughs> fucking knows what that means. Because that's what yeah. I would have said. Yeah, and I mean, you know, wow, a cuckolded goat. Yeah. So, it, but it, that, that, that's like archaic man yeah no I'm, the, I'm surprised but you wear cuckold horns sir like what is this fucking canterbury tales now <laughs> yeah. well i get while well, i'm did, in the did deli John milton right yeah, there yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, not quite yeah, sure yeah. yeah this is weird this is just too archaic for me to take seriously anyway so i don't know literally write me on facebook tell me what i was supposed to do i don't know uh, he might have asked me or question i i don't remember like some of these you know we don't we get calls some of them sometimes they don't go on the show I don't, we get lots of calls. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't ever hear those. So, yeah, there you go. Whatever. But, yeah, you know, I just wanted to call and say that, uh, you know, you're doing a good job. And, uh, oh, man. You know, I called in sick to work today and oh, started calling the sick and wrong hotline. You know, you do have LA fans, and uh, I'm always looking out for D in the black Prius and Harrison in the gutter or wherever you're at. <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking for a tall dude. I don't really know what you look like because 
you're not really on the a little bit i guess what I have no idea. Yeah. This call took a really weird turn. Yeah. He called in sick to work, and now he's looking for you in the gutter and me driving a black Prius. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. One of these anyway. days, we'll run into this guy. Yeah. I, I guess I'm drunker than I thought, because... Because you're making little sense. Because I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but... Uh, yeah, man. Good job on the show. Man, I'm seriously a fan. I've been a fan forever. Keep it up. I'm going to find you guys, buy you a drink, rock on, keep it up, later. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. I'll go out with motherfuckers. No, I I'll mean, I, I went to raise money for a, a racist guy just because I had nothing better to do. <laughs> a racist, violent metalhead. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's good. You know, I mean, but... You know, I actually realized recently, and I was telling you this before the show, but I realized recently that... Uh, this podcast is the best thing I have going on in my life, God, which is, is like so sad. the saddest <laughs> shit I ever realized. I'm gonna re- when when I edit the show to put yeah. that really sad music, like the Incredible Hulk theme. The Lonely Man theme, yeah. While Harrison waxes yeah. poetic about mm-hmm. his, <laughs> his his podcast endeavors. Oh. Um, yeah, no, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a sad truth that I realize every day too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what is kind of funny though? I have actually been recognized a couple times in LA. One time I was at the, uh, I was going to the Fonda to go see a show and I was at, what's that? Is it the Vine stop? The Metro stop or the Vine, Hollywood yes. and Vine? Yes. I was at Hollywood and Vine. I was going, going upstairs and someone was at the, uh, the, the they're, they're getting a ticket and they looked over and he's like, D fucking Simon. Mm. And I turned around and it was like this young guy. Like he must have been like maybe eighteen. He was with yeah. like a group of young other young kids, and they're like, "Who's that guy?" He goes, "It's fucking D. Simon from the Sick and Wrong podcast." And they're like, "Who a podcast? Who's that?" And he's like, "Just a podcast I listen to." And they just walked away. <laughs> and I was just like, "Well, there you go. I've been recognized. I'm famous now." Um, but yeah, you know, it's good to know that uh, the drunk LA fans like us. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's great that this guy took a day off from work and called the sick and wrong hotline. Right. That's great. Yeah, it's good to know. It's, it's cathartic in many ways. Yeah. Therapeutic. By XCOM or something. Exactly. Uh, 206-666-3846 is that number. Give us a call on the Sick Wrong Hotline. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we got one email, sickwrongpodcast.com. This came in from Mark. Mark writes, Mr. Harrison did indeed seem to know a lot about the Star Wars universe, but he misspoke on a few matters. Number one, Salacious Crumb is indeed Jabba's court jester. His species is a Kowakian monkey lizard, though. There you go, Harrison. You didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. Off the, to- off the top of my lizard. head, I didn't know he was a Kowaki monkey. I did say that he he had, that which is now not in canon anymore, he did have a rich inner life. He had a what? Last week. A rich inner life. A rich inner life. Yes, yeah. he did mention that. Yeah. About that. So I, I yeah. imagine a lot of Kowaki monkey lizards do. Sure. Uh, number two. The he spe- had to make Jabba the Hutt laugh every day or he'd be killed. Yeah. He'd yeah. be thrown down to the, uh, the, the monster in the right. basement. Yep. Uh, number two, the species that shares a homeworld with the Mon Calamari are the Quarrens. I, yep. I don't even know either one. Mm. What are the Mon Calamari? What are the Quarrens? The Mon Calamari is, it's a trap. 
Oh, and the whatever the thing the is. The Quarrens. Yeah. Those are the guys who are like are basically just squids. They're just like, I'm a guy, but I got a squid for a head, you know? Okay. All yeah. right. I, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, number three, the author who created much of the expanded universe Star Wars concepts is Timothy Zahn, yeah. not Timothy Hahn. And in terms of weird interspecies sex, hmm. Jason Solo, who is the son of Han Solo and Princess Leia, did seem to have something resembling a romantic relationship with Vergera, a force-sensitive bird woman from a different galaxy, <laughs> while his sister, Jaina Solo, was in a relationship with a member of the Chiss species. Oh, some of those books were so stupid. I have no idea what the fuck yeah. this guy's talking about. I, I, I didn't read that one. This is beyond me. Yeah. What is a Chiss? And what's a Vergera? I've never heard of those. Okay, uh, either one. Yeah. I well, think Vergera dances at uh, Cheetahs down the street, actually. <laughs> I thought um, I, yeah, I thought I yeah. tipped her before. Actually, no, I mean, I'm glad that you called in with the, uh, with the corrections because now when I go home, I'll just, I'll turn the oven off. <laughs> and I'll just go to sleep instead of, uh, you know. Dying gruesomely in because a suicide. Because someone actually out there knows more about Star knows Wars knows more about than Star Wars than I do. I'm like it's validated. I feel great right now. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Mark, for emailing us. Um, also, listen to the show on iTunes, people. Subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Boosts a lot of exposure for the show, and uh, boosts visibility. I could go on and on, but just go to fucking iTunes and listen to the show that way. Also, you'll you'll never believe this. You're never gonna believe. I got an announcement to make. An announcement. I have ordered T-shirts. Harrison t-shirts have been ordered and paid for, and they will be available March 25th. You're like the drug dealer who says he's five minutes away <laughs> over the course of like three hours. It's been months yeah. in the making. It took yeah. a while. Ordering, you know, ordering t-shirts isn't an easy deal. You got to get it right. Right. You know, it costs money. Anyway, I put the order in on Friday, and they will be available March 25th. And when they uh, when when we do print them out, we're gonna do like get some mm. models to model them, and you you'll be able to order one. They're they're pretty cool. Um, finally, here, sick wrong song of the week came in from a guy named Thomas. He says, "Hey, Dean Harrison, not sure if you've heard this gem before, but thought it deserves to be shared with the other listeners. I can't wait to see the shirt design you've got coming out. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. The song he sent in is a uh, you know how like every almost every month there's a new ghetto song of the week no. where it's like a, some black girl singing a vulgar song with like a trap beat underneath it you know what I'm talking about no I mean but I pretty much stopped listening to hip hop after like 2002 so it's probably good yeah but there's a there was a song that came out called let me smell your dick <laughs> did you remember that? That, no. that came out not too long ago. No. This is kind of in the same vein. It's called Deep Throat, and it's by a rapper named Cupcake. Ah. So we're going to end the show here with Cupcake's Deep Throat. Thank you, Thomas, for sending that in. People will be back next week with episode 524. Until then, take it sleazy. Hump me, fuck me. Daddy better make me show you better. Hump me, fuck me. My tunnel loves a deep throat. It Lick, 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 lick. I, lick I wanna eat your dick I But I can't fuck up my nails So I'ma pick it up with chopsticks Mouth wide open, mouth wide open Mouth wide open like I was at the dentist Mouth wide open, mouth wide open Put it so deep I can't speak a sentence Mouth wide open, mouth wide open Mouth wide open like I was at the dentist Mouth wide open, mouth wide open so deep, I can't speak a sentence. My fingers in it, gentle. Yeah. Explore this nigga mental. I'ma write my name on his dick. 
Don't need a pen or a pencil. No, I don't. All I need is my body. My pussy pink just like salami. Don't need no drink to get naughty. Cause bitch, I'm not Bill Cosby. My pussy mean and it's clean. I'm not a squirter, I cream. Keep it smelling like baby wipes. I never smell like sardines. This will never fucking end. Ballerina that dick when I spin. I fuck this nigga so good. I ain't swallow one kid. I think I swallow twins. Hump me, fuck me. Daddy better make me show you better. Hump me, fuck me. My tunnel loves a deep throat. Lick, 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 lick. I, I wanna eat your dick, I but I can't fuck up my nails. So I'ma pick it up with chopsticks. Mouth wide open, mouth wide open, mouth wide open like I was at the dentist. Mouth wide open, mouth wide open. Put it so deep I can't speak a sentence. Mouth wide open, mouth wide open, mouth wide open like I was at the dentist. Mouth wide open, mouth wide open. Put it so deep I can't speak a sentence. Come put it down my butt. Let's shoot a movie, no cuts. Ride the dick, get my nipples licked. That's breastfeeding while we fuck. Finna get the dick wet and firm You better sweat me out of my perm Can't wait till it's my turn I wanna blow bubbles with sperm Wanna hit it from the back, let me arch my back Once I arch my back, that mean attack this pussy Don't need a porn star cause I'm the modern All my spit on this dick sound like I'm gargling Make them bust three nuts is the task My panty stuck in my ass So I pulled them down and show him the pearl Made his pubic hairs curl fast Fuck this pussy, fuck this pussy, fuck this pussy, come fuck this pussy, fuck this pussy, fuck this pussy, fuck this pussy, come fuck this pussy. Good morning, boys. Um, I was just flicking through YouTube, looking at your AS, ASMR stuff, and it reminded me of some other interesting videos um, on YouTube. When you get a bit of time, have a look at, look for hysterical literature. Uh, there's 12 of them. They were done as an art project by a guy named Clayton Cubitt. Um, well, give them a look. I'm sure you'll get the idea. Uh, loving the show. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye.